hey guys so i'm continuing the story from where i left veda was shaken by what had happened at her home the previous evening she couldn't stop thinking about it she knew she had to get married some day but had not given it a thought as she had been immersed in her academics she definitely didn't feel ready veda wondered what the boy would be like had those aunties who had come over spoken to the boy's relatives what had they told him what were his expectations with all these things running in her head veda could barely focus on lectures next day what happened your meeting with suraj was it that good that you are lost in thoughts of him rekha teased her ah no it's not that veda replied it sure looks like it you are so lost in your dreamland said rekha actresses rekha made an excuse and left as soon as she spotted suraj walking towards them veda raised her eyebrows as she had not spotted suraj yet when he was near her all the thoughts in her head vanished and all she was aware of was his presence suraj greeted her with a warm smile and veda smiled back at him hi shall we hang out after college today Yesterday was fun he said Veda wished she could but she knew that if she stayed back today she would get into the trouble at home I wish I could but I can't stay late after college today she replied Meet me at the lunch time then he asked but I have my own lunch ma always packs lunch for me she replied Fortunately for her Suraj was not the one to give up so easily So what we don't have to meet in canteen let's meet on the lawns he asked all right i'll see you then she said veda sat with suraj on the lawn under large shady peepal tree where many group of students as well as a couples at various stages in their relationship hung out this tree was a mute witness to many love stories she opened her lunch box and offered it to him Do you always eat it the ca- at the canteen? Do you never get food from home? She asked. I don't like to burden my grandmother, although she claims that it's not a problem to prepare lunch for me. Some days I carry what she makes, he explains, as he bit into one of the methi parantas. Oh, delicious. Your mother cooks so well. You know my mother was a good cook too, he remarked. He made that statement so casually yet Veda felt sorrow behind it. They chatted easily and the conversation flowed smoothly between them once again. To her delight she discovered that Suraj was an avid reader too. They talked about their favorite books. Then she remembered what she was there for. She had to tell him about yesterday's event at her home. Listen Suraj I don't think it's a good idea for us to meet this way anymore she said why he asked startled is it anything i said or did no oh no of course not she def- uh, she rushed to assure him she told him about her upbringing her father's outlook and how it was her dream to study in delhi but that she had been forced to accept this instead she spoke about her father and how he thought that having four girls was a huge burden she told him almost everything about her life suraj listened carefully you know 
you are the first boy i have had a date with if you can call it that she said what oh i didn't realize that said suraj surprised why now that you know my background is it so odd veda asked no no it's not odd at all it's just i feel a bit angry with your father right now he said because he doesn't allow to me to date she asked veda no that's not a big deal but this whole marriage thing he trailed off he was angry on veda's behalf veda why don't you protest why don't you tell them you don't want all this how can you just silently agree he asked i can't i can't it just doesn't work that way i am afraid of my father's wrath she admitted her tears came unannounced i am so sorry veda i didn't mean to upset you my parents were always open minded i guess i find it hard to understand your kind of upbringing he said i guess so unless you walk in my shoes how will you know what it feels like she asked he said all i want is to be your friend i hope we can be friends i guess so yes yes i would like us to be friends she said voicing her thoughts aloud Veda couldn't sleep that night. She kept tossing and turning thinking about Suraj. Can't sleep, Didi. Vidya whispered. Yes, just not able to. Veda whispered back. Do you want to talk? asked Vidya. Outside, Veda replied. The two sisters crept out into the moonlight and sat on the terraced steps. Veda had carried a thick blanket outside and she ca- uh, covered Vidya with it as well. What happened Didi asked Vidya I met Suraj again at lunch Veda said Ha huh, are you worried that papa will know Vidya asked huh, I don't know I know that I don't want to start something that I'll regret later Veda replied Come on Didi you are acting like he kissed you and now you don't know what to do What is wrong in talking to a boy tell me is it a such a big crime Vidya asked No Vidya you know that papa and ma are proceeding me with marriage i am just too aware of that so so is it right to continue talking to suraj veda asked tell me something are you hiding the fact of these marriage plans from him no of course not i told him today i explained my situation to him and what did he say he said he hoped we could be friends then once wrong didi you are not hiding anything from him You should spend time with him if you, it makes you happy. You should not be consumed by guilt over this. Veda wished she could be as certain as Vidya was. Vidya was strong-willed and spoke her mind. Over the next few weeks, Suraj and May, the Veda met every single day during lunch break at colleges. They just couldn't stay away from each other. Veda discovered that when she spoke to Suraj, she laughed so easily. One day Suraj asked Veda if she wanted to go for a picnic I would love to Suraj but uh, what if we are caught Veda asked how will we be caught meet me some place where you will not be spotted and we can drive down Suraj said you drive Veda asked surprised of course i even have a driving license he said hmm i'm not sure Suraj let me think about this picnic said Veda Sometimes you should not think you should just say yes Suraj said smiling Okay I'll let you know soon she said and they both smiled 
when she spoke to vidya about it vidya danced around go didi i'll cover up for you she said i want to vidya but how what will i tell ma and papa she asked didi just say it's a study tool and it's compulsory that will make them agree vidya said vidya couldn't believe how easily her father had given her the permission when she got back after spending the day with suraj her face glowed with happiness she had spent quality time with suraj she thought she would die of happiness and vidya was too happy for veda now you remember the boy who will come to see veda i'll tell you all about him he is bhuvan he is from pune he has an extremely well paid job his mother padma devi has a sharp tongue before veda bhuvan has seen 23 girls but he has not liked anyone so far and padma devi is worried about because worried because bhuvan is already 27 so it was a month later that bhuvan his parents and the same set of relatives who had visited them earlier come came to joshimat to officially see veda for this visit veda was once again wearing a sari a different one this time veda's parents welcomed them after customary pleasantries were exchanged veda was summoned to serve the snacks go beti take him to your room and you can talk there said her father it was not it was the most awkward thing veda had ever experienced but she led him to her room it is lovely to meet you veda he said smiling at her nice to meet you too she replied then they just talked and veda asked him about his studies he said he had done an mba and was working in a multinational company then they talked about their reading habits then he asked her something that she had not been expecting so um, any boyfriend he asked but no no she replied a bit too quickly sorry i just asked so that you know we are clear said bhuvan veda thought about suraj was he her boyfriend how could you call someone your boyfriend they were just friends right she was thinking when they stepped into the drawing room veda's father asked so beta what do you think of our daughter your daughter is so lovely and well if she likes me too then i guess i'm lucky he said of course she likes you from our side consider it final said rajinder wonderful said bhuvan father few a few days later the date of their marriage was fixed veda was to get married bhuvan in 40 days veda knew she didn't have any option she had to get married 40 days really ma how what about my college i am in final year and i have to get my degree said veda her voice full of dismay veda beti we are your parents don't you think we'll consider what is best for you we have thought all about that you can complete the rest of your college in pune kamla assured her daughter what how you mean i have to shift pune as soon as i get married veda asked horrified ye lo don't you know how it is have you heard of any bride staying back at her parents place after wedding your new home is in pune your father in law has said that he can get you into one of the finest colleges there 
He knows the deal, her mother said. But but it will be in the middle of academic year, Veda said. Your father has spoken to them. They said you can get your marks uh, marks transferred. Her mother reassured her. Marks? Do you mean credits? Yes, yes, same thing. You can get it all shifted there. Her mother said. Can I continue going to college then? Asked Veda. Yes, no point in your staying at home, said her mother. The next day, when she was in college, she didn't know how to concentrate on the studies. She and Suraj met at lunch, as though nothing had happened, she, and she told him about all the developments in marriage thing. Suraj was upset about this for sure. Then she took a long breath and asked, "Can we be in touch?" "How?" Suraj whispered. "I'll write to Vidya. She will give you my letters, and you can give your letters to her." she will put your letters in the envelope along with hers and send it to me nobody will know then god you are clever but why are you hiding what is the there to hide we are just friends right yes suraj there is nothing wrong but i don't know how others will interpret our friendship veda explained veda but you should tell your future husband said suraj but what if he doesn't approve what if he says he i can't be in touch with you then you must not Come on Suraj how can you say that you know very well it would be kill me to not be in touch with you look he doesn't own me okay he's marrying me not buying me he's not my father that i have to get permission from him said veda suraj didn't want to lose veda he wanted her to cancel this marriage but he knew that it was it would be selfish on his side Now that wedding was to happen soon Rajinder was overjoyed and so was Kamla Veda had invited Suraj to the wedding but she was not sure that he would come Veda called Vidya as the priest chanted the mantras when she came near Veda whispered is he here Vidya shook her head during bidai ceremony when the bride leaves marital home she spotted him her heart leaped up with joy as their eyes met she saw sadness in his eyes when she sat in the car and car drove away she veda looked back through the rear windshield feeling numb is this all there was to a girl's life get married and leave the home you have known all your life what was she getting into why had no she not listened to suraj and protested Why didn't she have the courage to stand up for herself and express what she wanted? She was filled with regret and at how passive she had been through all that had happened. But it was too late now. There was no turning back. The car made its way slowly down the mountain slopes and with each turn it took, Veda felt her heart sink further. She had never felt this alone in her life. You know How dreadful to be caught in a game and have no idea of rules. This will happen with Veda. And you know to know what so what the turn the story will take you have to stay tuned and I'll post next podcast tomorrow. Thank you so much guys for listening to me.